All right, here we are, and it's another podcast. We missed last week because we had a very important engagement on Friday when we had planned to do this. Yes, we We got to go to the expo and be in a line of cars that zoomed through the whole little maze of runways, just like waiting for the ski lift. And then we pulled up and got our second vaccination. Yes, we were very excited about it, for sure. Yes, we couldn't do our podcast because that was just too much on our minds. We were too (laughs) excited to think about anything else. Oh, it's it, it's hard to explain. It's just um, it's just such a it, it isn't that it's going to change anything no. in many ways. We know that, but somehow that feeling of relief, Elizabeth. Yes, yes. I, it, it's, it's hard to. It's a little and, insurance policy. Yeah, and that, I've heard that from friends who've had too. Yeah. They say, "Oh, I just couldn't believe. I mean, I know my life isn't going to seem too different for a while, but I just feel so much." less worried and stressed. Yeah. So yeah. I hope that everybody can get it soon. Right. But we're covered. And very happy <laughs> about it. And it was so well organized. I yes. hope everybody gets oh, that advantage too. Because in some places it sounds like sort of a mess. No, we didn't even but get we, out of our cars. No, and you, we just sat there and chatted and yep. then got a little poke and then... <laughs> Had to wait, and we chatted some more, and came home. Right, <laughs> and they had they had national guard and volunteers yeah. making sure you had all the paperwork done at an early point in the line of cars, and then they wrote on the windshield how many shots yeah. the car was going to get, yeah. and and that and underlined it when they checked you off on a certain thing, yeah. and then then there yeah. we were. Oh. It was very well done. And then once again, Sarah finds that the person doing our shots is is an old ski patrol buddy Mm -hmm. down from Eugene. That's right. (laughs) And the time before, she and the Portland volunteer who was there got so involved in conversation about what each other did that he forgot all about giving us our little vaccination card. Which so, this time they wanted. They almost did again. But the but back seat and the side seat were we were saying dead. we want our vaccination card <laughs> just in case. That's the we that's, wanted it. We weren't leaving without the card. No, no, we laughed about that. But yeah, such a small did. world. Both <laughs> times we get, especially the second time, mm-hmm. it was they. Yeah. You know, uh, when you can only see people with their eyes and. Yes, and mask all over the rest of their face. It's hard to know that you Mm -hmm. know somebody, but they recognized each other Mm -hmm. and were quite excited to have a nice conversation. Well, I feel so fortunate too now, especially reading about the short, there may be shortages because of the storms and different parts of the country and if you have one and then the first vaccine and then something happens you can't get the second one oh i i yep. just feel very sorry yeah. for people like that but we're home free but we're, and we're happy we're about fine that. and our families don't they can stop worrying about yes. us yes. now if yes. they did worry they, you, they could stop worrying exactly <laughs> exactly so we kind of We've been wondering what we're going to talk about today because we've had various conversations about our growing up kids who we were 
both of us had the pleasure of enjoying that process yes. so much. Yes. And I was thinking that one of the things I haven't talked about is the how my life was very integrated with the kids as they started school because I worked right alongside of them doing different kinds of things. As, as I said in the early podcast, when Sarah first started, which was in the spring of when she was four years old, she started in the nursery school and and just loved it. It's and it and I just loved it. I loved that it was all play. Nobody was trying to get them to be academic. It was sandbox and water play and juice time and painting and just all sorts of activities with the with the focus on kids playing and learning together with all the things that come out of play, the little altercations and the little friendships. And and the thing I loved about Peninsula was that it helped kids really learn how to do that themselves. There weren't a lot of exterior rules about what you were, how you were supposed to behave. There were natural consequences for not taking care of each other or not sticking up for yourself. Then you had to get in there and talk about it and see what was the matter with your friend who was in tears or whatever, or somebody who was feeling left out. That it was it, it was always put back to the children to help figure yeah. out how can work I out. how can I make this work? Because mm-hmm. we all the whole group of kids needs to be part of this whole. They were small groups and and uh, and it was it's a very effective process. And the other thing that I really appreciated about that is when you when you're first having your child go to school, you're a brand new parent. You don't know what's going on. You don't know how to do it. It's you doing your best. You're trying to figure it out, but it's very. It was. I found it very, very helpful to be in a school environment in which parents were really involved in thinking about how how they wanted their families to be and their children to be, and and a nice modeling of how to help children, how to give responsibility to children in an appropriate way mm-hmm. that I really appreciated. And that was true all the way through the school, that there was a big emphasis on helping kids become self-motivated and independent and and not rely on, well, that's yeah. the rule. That's the rule, or that's what the teacher said right, to do. And right, So did you all, as parents, and, and your parent hat, because you had two hats, right? Uh, but regarding your parent hat, did you all uh, get together, and I won't use the word meeting, that might be too formal, but get together and talk no, about... we definitely... Because there could be a parent who maybe didn't, Understand that, right. that did that happen too? Yeah, we all, yeah. the class yeah. teacher would always organize parent meetings mm-hmm. every couple of months, and mm-hmm. and then it would be an opportunity to talk about things that were mm-hmm. happening in the classroom and and help mm-hmm. teachers helping parents understand how it worked and mm-hmm. and they wouldn't necessarily have the example of your child in the in the middle of of a group mm-hmm. discussion, although that, mm-hmm. if it were comfortable, that might come up. Mm-hmm. Then we had parent-teacher conferences, too, which mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. was 
a really good way to learn about your own particular child and what things mm-hmm. were that they were really working on and having trouble with or mm-hmm. um, how how what they, what's happening in the classroom might be reinforced at home and mm-hmm. given a little more support those were really yeah those were wonderful yeah i remember once in the probably about the third grade the teacher took me off on the front porch of the school and we sat and talked a little and she said, you know, the time has come. Sarah and Catherine need separate bedrooms. It's being really hard on Sarah to share a room with her messy little sister. (laughs) (laughs) And the teacher knew this, why? Or how how did did she... I assume... Sarah must have said something oh, about it. Oh, I just it. wondered how that had come up. I'd, well, the the relationship mm-hmm. between mm-hmm. teachers and kids is always was very very close oh, all the okay. way through. Okay. And every okay. class always started the day with a group meeting where everybody sat around and oh. and they the kids would share the most intimate details oh, of yeah, family I bet. life. I bet as a teacher <laughs> had to say, okay. As parents, we (laughs) often didn't hear what went on in in those meetings. Okay, but but, um, so that may be as when Sarah might have said something. Might have said something. I don't. Or I don't know. I I wonder. It was. But the teacher then it was one because you weren't aware then. That well, I knew that. (laughs) Yes, I I actually was aware. Truth be told, yes, confession, <laughs> when, Elizabeth. Uh, we put a little curtain up in the middle of the room because it was better than the, I think, the masking tape I line that, that went down the middle of their room. <laughs> I think I half of it was that. quite tidy and the other half was not so tidy. And, <laughs> and then the curtain really didn't help enough. And and it felt like each one of them. And previously, we hadn't had an extra room because our mm-hmm. brother David had lived with us mm-hmm. quite a few mm-hmm. months and even a, more than that. Mm-hmm. But we did have an extra room, mm-hmm. and so we made that move. And I was I was really appreciative that mm-hmm. I had yes. gotten that straight. Yes. So you feedback. you sort of knew, but I but, kind of knew, but, but I but didn't. But you weren't ready. I wasn't to ready. Really no. Act upon it. No. <laughs> That, that is a very good story. Right. Yeah. I, I remember yeah. another parent conference where <laughs> where the teacher was she, she said it's not it's not that you put pressure on your children because you don't but you have to know that um you're kind of a difficult you're you're a very challenging role model because you do so many things. And your children are trying to be able to do all those things too, and uh-huh. just have to cut them a lot of slack because they're just little kids. <laughs> Something along yes. those lines. She was very to, diplomatic yes, about it. Yes. But just said uh, it's yeah. it's you know yeah. essentially you're kind of a high powered parent here. <laughs> Throttle back. <laughs> it sounds like that was. Really helpful for oh, it you. Was. It so supportive was. because yes. you didn't have, um, you know, at that point, a sibling who maybe was no. going through similar things. Because sometimes we talk with our siblings, right. you know, about oh, you know, the, 
and and they no. help give right. us, but you really didn't. No, so and that, I and I yeah. went to Peninsula partly because I wanted that community yeah. of yeah. of peers that would yeah be a be a, have friendship circle. Mm-hmm. We had we had a number of family friends who came from the school mm-hmm. environment that. Mm-hmm were good, good friends, all all the girls growing up, and then on yeah. now, there's still mm-hmm. some of those friends who yeah. Are, yeah. are still good friends. So that part was really that wonderful. Part, I could see And I that. did a lot of volunteering in classrooms because I mm-hmm. had the time, and I was interested and learned more. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and that's how you started your yeah, and, teaching career. Right. Well, I started, As a volunteer. I mean, before. I did. That's right. Yeah. I I started yeah. in doing. I, I went on the board, and so I did a lot of that kind of board work. At as we were pulling Peninsula out of a kind of deep dip in their um, trajectory, it had been going on since the twenties. But in the in those early years of the sixties, it was still very. Um, it was a very. It was looked at as a school for kids who couldn't make it in the public school, mm-hmm. kids who were unusual <coughs> or mm-hmm. uh, had different way of learning or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, so classrooms were not as, they were a little more chaotic than you'd want them. And there were a number of kids who had a really hard time being in any kind of, of structured environment which isn't ideal. Peninsula is, mm-hmm. is most suited for kids who are naturally fairly self-motivated mm-hmm. and self-regulating. It's not a good school for kids who, who need mm-hmm. outside boundaries to help them feel mm-hmm. safe and function well. Mm-hmm. So the school was at a kind of a, yeah. uh-huh. of a mixed, mixed bag when we came in, mm-hmm. but it, it rather quickly... Mm-hmm improved. Mm-hmm. The, the board took hold of things. They began to actually collect tuition. They hadn't been doing that. They just mm-hmm. hoped parents would think it was a good idea mm-hmm. to pay their tuition when they mm-hmm. felt like it. And so the yeah. board was often called yes. upon to pony up that, for <laughs> paying salaries and mm-hmm. lots of different things. Yeah. So yeah. I, I was on the board. Then I was an enrollment oh. secretary for about six years, oh, which was yeah. a very key role in mm-hmm. helping to kind of change the school environment. First thing I did is take the enrollment brochures out of all the psychiatrists' offices. I mm-hmm. thought that was not the place we wanted to mm-hmm. recruit our new families from. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a good Instead, idea. Instead, we yeah. went to the co-op nursery schools and the... Yes. Yeah, other things. I bet your brochure was, I uh, I had Greg and Katie in a co-op nursery school when we lived in Menlo Park. Um, One of the parents' and, nursery schools? Uh, yes, yeah. and your the brochure probably was there, little did I know. Um but yes, they. Uh, I had them in one of those co-ops, nursery schools, so that I would work a day yeah. or whatever yeah. it was, a couple of afternoons right. a week, and that I really enjoyed that. It was a lot of fun. I I liked that. Um, but I knew. Well, I guess I didn't know it then, but after I had taught, I'm jumping ahead, but I I did teach when I was at Calgary. I taught junior high, so I taught grades seven, eight, and nine. 
But we went to Europe on a sabbatical when Katie was 10 and Greg was 12. And when I had to give up, of course, the, my job to go. Um, and when we came back, there wasn't a job available at that time. And I did some substitute teaching. Ooh. And Katie and I were reminiscing a bit about that the other day because I, <laughs> that, as, as she said, well, we knew mom when we had a substitute, <laughs> we would do everything we could to, you know, torment the poor person and I said yes I have sort of blocked that out until now dear um, but I had blocked that out but uh, but speaking of little kids and how I jumped ahead here but one day um, when I was I was subbing for junior high and high school that's what I wrote down that's what I was qualified to do and it was you know it was, was it a mixed bag teaching language uh, well, if they really needed somebody, it could be anything. Ooh, you know? But it was mostly, yeah, English and French. Yeah. But every once in a while, they just said, would you come just to have somebody there? Well, those oh, days boy. were not easy. <laughs> and I just always thought the wonderful teacher who had left plans or left a book for the kids to read, that, uh, that was just the best, especially if it was you know, social studies or something. But, but one day... And I'm just reminded because of these horrible storms that some of our country is going through right now. We're so lucky right here. But um, one day when I was subbing, um, there was a big snowstorm during the night in uh, in Calgary. And there, let's see, how was it now? They were supposed to call, of course, by a certain time. Mm -hmm. I don't know when, so I could get to the school. And this one morning, I got a call, and they couldn't get anybody to go and substitute for a first grade class, <laughs> which was quite near where I lived. And so they called just on the off chance that I could get there, because the roads were really bad. Nobody could get, you know, very far at all. They were plowing. And, and they said, oh, it's just, it was a kindergarten or first grade. I think it was first, I'm pretty sure it was first grade. And they said, it's right, you know, it's in almost your neighborhood. We need somebody there. Could you, could you please go? And I thought, okay, I've never, never done that. Oh, my goodness. It was the longest day I ever spent. I, I, I came home and said, that is not for me. Oh, I mean, the kids were, of course, they were all cute little six-year-olds, but they, the way they, the, you know, a new person comes into the room and they were all just sort of, you know, uh, surrounding me. And, you know, who are you and what's your name and where are you from and what are we doing? And, and I couldn't just say, all right, class, everyone, <laughs> take, every, your seats. take your seats now. <laughs> that wasn't going to work. <laughs> it was, oh my gosh, these first graders. It was I. I don't know how I got through the day, but I did, and found games or somebody maybe came in from the office to help. I don't know because I said. Don't. Anyway, I got through the day, and then I called the sub desk and I said, "Please never, ever ask me to do that again." <laughs> so I got a lot of teasing by my husband and friends. I, you can't. I mean, 30 little kids, you, you know, you, you have a problem with? I said, yeah, well, you try it. You try it. Oh, my right. gosh. And, of course, the, the snowsuits and the clothes. And, 
And then when the day was over, we had to find the mittens and the caps and, uh, for all the kids. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Just the just it, the housekeeping. It, the housekeeping with, with six year olds. I was exhausted. Yes. I was just exhausted. So that was a funny substitute story. Most of my days were not that <laughs> exciting, but substituting is hard work. Substituting it is, is very hard very work. Hard work. I yes. uh, yeah. I thought I'd yes. better get, and then I was able to get a full time job again. But when we first yes. came back, they didn't have anything. So. Yeah. But I'll never, uh, I'll never forget that. So uh, I, that's why I wonder at Peninsula, I mean, I could see, you know, kids playing here and some playing there. I, I would think some teachers would not be cut out for that kind Absolutely. of Absolutely. Because it's, I, it's, I, I'm just thinking of that experience for me. I right. don't know if I would be cut out it for that. It seems, when you just it look seems, at it, yeah. it seems as if, oh, yeah. well, this yeah. is a piece of cake. Yeah, but... They're, but in fact, no, in no. order to do it comfortably, yeah. you need to be have a yeah. fair amount of experience yes. because, yes. as you know, teaching yeah. takes you inside yourself to figure out, yes. okay, who am I? Yes. How do I yeah. get my feet firmly mm-hmm. on the ground and mm-hmm. project that so yeah. that I'm uh, not just run, yeah. run over yeah. every right. day? Exactly. And, and yeah. of course, first, second was the grade kids I taught and loved. I just love. They're just so they're so eager, but they are like popcorn. <laughs> they're eager and they're and they're they're pretty they they are pretty suggestible and they're you know and, and we had a class structure where we we always started with a little meeting so that everybody mm. came in oh, and yeah. sat around right. in a little circle in the back room and we shared some stories of things that mm-hmm. kids wanted to talk about and you know mm-hmm. some somebody's guinea pig had died and everybody's <laughs> got somebody who <laughs> some, <laughs> it's it's a, a good time to be thinking about yeah. life and death and yes. there are all sorts of other things yeah. that come up sure there. sure and that's and then we'd go from there into reading time where mm-hmm. and we always had a lot of volunteers at that hour parents mm-hmm. would stay for meeting and then they'd go in and so every kid there was a little tables of children everybody had mm-hmm. a grown up there at the table and then they took turns working individually oh, yeah. with well, kids you had a lot of parental we had a lot of parental yeah. help oh. which was yeah, it was that, perfect because yeah. kids really loved to have mm-hmm. their parents involved at that age yes. and parents really learn a lot about not only their own child but seeing how other mm-hmm. children are functioning it gives you a good idea of what's mm-hmm. what can be what's possible mm-hmm. and Kind of helps you see your own child in the middle of mm-hmm. of the mix, and we'd always be sure that the squirrely little person, whether mostly it was boys, I have to say, would we'd read with them first, so that they'd mm-hmm. get all their having to sit still taken yes. care of right away, and then they could go out and play. Yes, and, and yes. we didn't have a you know yeah. every child didn't have to be there the same yeah. length of time. And then there were there were people always outside no, too. No, no nobody outside nobody to see outside. what they were doing. Nobody oh. outside. Hmm. And kids wow. play, the that was a oh. kind of a key to oh. play cuz oh. we had all these trees and tree houses mm. and rope swings and underground forts mm. and 
-hmm. all kinds of no mm -hmm. no chain link fence around the property wow. kids were given a huge amount yeah. of responsibility oh, that's and there were always there were always adults outside be, mm -hmm. not supervising kids but walking to oh, the office yeah. oh, or okay. so, parents oh. coming in and out so it wasn't as if they were yeah. out in the middle of nowhere I see but there was nobody but in not charge supervising of them. not right. supervising and kids knew really very well mm -hmm. when they needed to go get a grown-up mm -hmm. and they would they'd mm -hmm. come racing in and say oh so-and-so is in trouble we mm -hmm. need some mm -hmm. we need you to come out mm -hmm. and but there, there was hardly, there were hardly any things that happened mm -hmm. on the playground, mm -hmm. in, including having kids. Mm -hmm. We had a huge mm -hmm. pine tree that went way, way up above the top of the, the big building, building. Mm -hmm. and kids would climb up and be oh. up there on the top of that tree, and mm -hmm. and we just made sure that it was hard to get started getting up the tree. Mm -hmm. You had to be a certain height and a pretty good climber because there. The first part of it was really difficult. Mm -hmm. And one okay. sort of an unwritten rule was you couldn't boost anybody up there. They had to get up themselves. Mm -hmm. And so once they so managed once, that first yeah. part. And the other, the other yeah. thing that was sort of an unwritten rule is you could never tease somebody that they're not brave enough to do something. Mm -hmm. they, that mm -hmm. just was, mm -hmm. you know, they had to be able to mm -hmm. be confident to do it and and do it themselves wow. and not because yeah. they're being dared. Yeah. And the other thing that kids loved doing was what they called edging the building. There was a little ledge that went all around all the windows mm -hmm. of this big uh, old Victorian old mansion. Mm -hmm. And you could, it, it was a little slanting, but it was enough to keep little shoes on. And you could go from one window to the other and stretch across to the next little place mm -hmm. and go all the way around the building. In oh. some places, it was a five or six foot mm -hmm. fall down to the mm -hmm. ground if you didn't make mm -hmm. it. And they could practice on the place that was just a little short distance to yes. the porch. Oh. But that was a favorite kind oh, of a game. Yes, I bet. And <laughs> alumni <laughs> who came back to visit said, huh, well, when I was a kid, these were some of the people who'd been in the first group of kids, the Lee family especially, who oh. said, oh, we edged at the second story. Oh. <laughs> and you thought, stop, don't tell. Right, Be quiet. Said, <laughs> exactly. Shush. And they said, one kid actually fell off and oh. broke both his ankles. Oh, God. Oh, gosh. And they were the medical. They were the doctors. They, were the, the they ended up being foundation. the Palo Alto Foundation. Uh -huh. yes. I remember them yes. well. I, as you were talking about that, though, it's so interesting in the, the way things are now that, that are, I mean, the, I know it's still operating, but, but there, there, there are so many parents now are so concerned about safety and and of course we're in this you know right litigation sort of atmosphere i it would scare me I, uh, now well, pa but parents and to have could not enroll their kids without visiting and okay and so they knew a really what? thorough visit okay good. So, so that they, they could see yeah. kids in the trees yeah. they could see the little nursery schoolers bare yeah. naked in the sandbox with the hoses they could so they, they knew they, when they enrolled their kids. They, yeah. they knew. And Did you have them sign things that they wouldn't <laughs> sue, sue the school? <laughs> uh, you know, I, we didn't. We had a yeah. really good safety record. Mm -hmm. There were very mm -hmm. 
there were hardly any accidents yeah. that wonderful. happened. Uh-huh. It just it was yeah. It was very very it's safe. Just, you know, kids so kids so took care of each other. Yeah. And they knew yeah. when somebody was over their head mm-hmm. and would report yeah. that and, that's, and say that's this good. this doesn't look yeah. good. We need run. <clears throat> yeah. And no, it, it sounds so a, wonderful. It was a really good system. Yeah. And especially yeah. not um, kind of taunting each other. Yes. Oh, you're a sissy. Yeah. You could do that and then if you tried harder. Kids doing things they they, they really weren't right, able to right. do. Yeah. Right. But, no, it sounds wonderful. And I just was thinking of you know how playgrounds now don't right. have some of the things that we enjoyed so much right. when we were kids, and now they're I think banned. They, I think they did take. We right. had a we had a, a set of rings on chains that would whirl around oh, yes, I that the kids loved when uh-huh. I was there. And yeah. I think that is no longer yeah, that there. Even though the risk yeah. of that wasn't yeah. all that great. But, but somebody you, might have you, thought. You could get swinging. But there still yeah. are tree houses. And, sure. Hmm. And we, as when I was director, it was always a tricky job when this when the inspector people would come around and uh, because yeah. they would their hair would curl yeah. immediately yes. and check the <laughs> check the boards yeah. that they're still <laughs> intact and, and they just would be <gasps> thinking this can't work but in in yeah. those days yeah. there was much more leniency in mm-hmm. giving private schools plenty oh. of Autonomy. I think it probably still is true. I, I was going to ask. We you. had very the nursery schools were heavily um, sort of had a lot of bureaucracy around them. Mm-hmm. You had to everybody had to be fingerprinted and mm-hmm. all of that sort of thing, and mm-hmm. and there had to be inspected for the right kind of this and that's. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the school was mm-hmm. it was our responsibility to have it safe mm-hmm. and. And the only thing I remember that was really funny is some inspector came around and she was in high heels and nylon stockings. And we're, we're an unpaved playground yes. with potholes oh, and a, dirt yes. and foxtails in the oh, corners oh, and the oh. bushes. And she, was, she had, had a hard time navigating around yes. among the barefoot kids. I bet. And, and the and the little nursery schoolers in the sandbox, and she said, "Do your do the parents know about this?" <laughs> said, yes, they know about this. They have to sign off on it because whether they like it or yeah. not, their little kids are going to yeah. enjoy themselves mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. and doing all mm-hmm. these things. Yes. And, I think it was that same inspector who went into one of the older kids' bathrooms and said, well, you don't have any finger brushes to get the dirt out from under their nails. And I said, no, we don't. It's true. <laughs> and I bet no other school has them I either. was going to say, what school <laughs> does or did? I, I never saw that. Oh, she sounds like quite a... <laughs> It was quite a, dealing with the bureaucracy was always a part of the job of being in charge. Of course. Keeping them from information that would be too frightening for them. Yes, (laughs) yes, I'm sure. Oh, well, we have lots more, I think, school stories, but I think that that's 
we should maybe get into any yeah, more. Maybe yeah. the cliffhanger here yeah. is next week. I'll talk about yeah. all the things that happened in the big building where all the studio spaces were. Oh, yes. I want to hear about that because I've been there, of course, yes. for the graduate, the grandkids' graduation. Yes, so exactly. I can picture it, and I've been there, which I I'm so know. glad now I know exactly where you were. So I want to hear yeah. about that. Good. So... We'll okay. see you all next we'll week. We'll see you next week. Take care. Mm-hmm.